Hello friends, how are you? How are you getting on? I hope you have a lovely, gentle day. My name is Colm and this is the Sober Mess Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Grenko Studios in Fingless. They offer a hybrid solution for video, photography and podcasting. Check them out at www.grecostudios.com. And in today's podcast, I was joined by my sister Lisa and we talked about well-being, we talked about mental health, we talked about becoming your own best friend and admirer, as well as learning not to burn out. So, and today's podcast was live in the studio too, professional studio, which I'm so happy to do. Um, so I really hope you enjoy the podcast and if you have any questions or want to give it a like or a share, please do. I'm actually very excited that I'm coming to you live from a studio and um, it's it's incredible how those things kind of turn out when I first started this podcast. It was a, a to-do list that I made up when uh, my mental health wasn't great, the things I wanted to achieve and I started writing this podcast was... I wanted to go down, like I didn't know where it was going to go, but I just wanted to start up a mental health podcast where I could just talk to people and hopefully share my experiences and my strength and my hope to help other people. And I, I, I suppose when I first started this podcast, uh, I was procrastinating and I ran into a guy in the 44 and I told a lot of people this story where I was floating in the 44, procrastinating, went to start this podcast. And uh, this dude just turned around to me and said, look, is it going to be one day or is it going to be day one? Is this going to be the day you do it? And 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 that was like one of the, that's what I really needed to hear on that day. And on the way home, I remember going into deals to buy a, a microphone <laughs> to record the podcast. And now I'm sitting in an, a professional studio recording this podcast. Uh, we were uh, we, The podcast was approached by Greco uh, Studios who kindly offered the sponsorship to allow me to record the podcast and it's just, it's mad just how the universe works and uh, there's someone joining me for, with this podcast, someone that I love very much and someone that uh, has been a, played a massive part on the journey with the podcast and is always encouraging me with my good ideas and my not so good ideas and she's always backing me up and delighted and chuffed to have the second most talented <laughs> dueling on the podcast with me in the studio. So Lise, how are you? Very well. Thank you so much for having me. What an extraordinary location. It's so exciting. I know, it's bad, isn't it? Really stepping up in the world. I know. <laughs> in yeah. my usual studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Well, yeah. we usually want to come out to Fingless just to get drugs, but now it's a recorded <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you it's can good. do both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I'm only joking. I'm delighted. Vitamins. Vitamins, yeah. <laughs> so we're absolutely chuffed to be in Granco uh, Studios here in Fingless <laughs> and recording the podcast and yeah it's, it's mad how things happen like when you just affirm something what you want like you know what I mean because I remember when I was writing a I was writing a like a list you always talked about it you know what I mean writing like a list where you want to attract the things into your life like you know what I mean like and I remember when I wrote the starting with the podcast I wanted to have like Pat Dively on I wanted to have Russell Brand on and a few other people and like I've had Pat Dively on the and podcast and obviously Lisa Doolan Lisa Doolan was top top, <laughs> number one. top of the list you know what I mean but kind of just having the kind of some sort of list that you can look at and focus and you know when you're kind of going a bit off every now and again have something that you can keep keep 
I keep track of like what's my goal, what am I doing, what can I do towards achieving this thing? And it, it might be a fitness goal, it might be like a, an educational goal, a business goal, a financial goal. Could be anything at all. But I think it's important that when we write down what we're chasing and be able to kind of succeed that way. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can go off track. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, and it keeps you, it's something positive. Like, I mean, yeah. if you have a goal, it's something you want. It's so exciting. And yeah. just to kind of have it down on paper and then you can come up with a strategy of how you're going to achieve it. Yeah. Or else just pray to God that some lovely studio owner just offers you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Obviously because of the quality of your work. Yeah. <laughs> I'll travel with my good looking sister if you want to let us your podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's talking no. about Suzanne. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it is. It's so, it's so true. Like, it is that thing that look I'm a big believer if you affirm what you want like don't doubt yourself and the universe will deliver it to your doorstep like you know let me the universe will land it on your lap but it is all about just having that belief in yourself and it is a thing where sometimes that once we're always on I suppose making small progress and things change you now sometimes if we're like locked onto a goal that sometimes you might be sidetracked to go down a rabbit hole and that's okay too because we're just once we're always seeking something like something positive like you know what I mean that there's no to say oh I was in a career where I was working as a P as a PT or an IT specialist, and then I wanted to get into psychology, or then I wanted to get into social care. Then, you know, and that's okay too. That we don't we can switch goals, we can switch endeavors as well. Like you know what I mean? I think once we're always bettering ourselves and doing it from over path of like love and self belief rather than fear. You know, fear the unknown, a fear. I, I'm afraid that I don't want to jump at this opportunity. I take this leap of faith. You know what I mean? That I can just go and leap at something that might be it like you know what I mean yeah and I think it's just being kind of reminding yourself that the path is going to be hard like it could possibly yeah it's going to be fun and you can keep it light and you can kind of push forward but I'm sure there's probably times with yourself even during the podcast like has there been times when you've kind of questioned it but then you've been just drawn to continue to grow and to continue to move forward mm, and all, all the time like, and it's it's mad how things work out because like even up to a few weeks ago you know I was thinking is this is this something that I want to go with? You know what I mean? What, what, where am I going next? Like, you know, yeah. and, and you always know if something's right, if like the universe will always put little, little like, nuggets in front of you, you know what I mean? Because, there was times when I was thinking about well, I, I, well, like, to, to continue with the podcast because like, it's not it's not getting the is it getting enough views is it you know is it getting enough downloads is is it is this the right thing to be going and then I'd, I'd meet someone write to me on Instagram and say look man your your podcast has helped me so much thanks for opening up or I'd meet someone down at the forty foot and they'd be like thank you for saying that and I just found that it's was like faith is encouraging yeah, you constantly just to when keep going. Just when you think you're off the right, the wrong track, and it was actually something that Susie said, a little sister Susie. She always says like when she sees like little white feathers, or little robins, she always knows that's the universe going to encourage her that look you're you're on the right path. You know what I mean? And you will when you you're always unsure. I find that we all had this little intrinsic kind of compass within us that when we're ever unsure and we're on the right path or on the right journey. You know, if we sit long enough 
and and slow down for long enough that that will tell us you know what I mean that if our minds aren't racing and we sit down and relax you know the universe will communicate with us through different ways you know, it could be through a person saying thank you for doing that thing that really helped it could be a feather on the ground it could be you know it could be some t random thought or someone passed on the street says something you know what I mean like if we listen we'll always get that bit of direction or encouragement to let us know we're, we're kind of on the right track you know and Viktor Frankl said it's not about finding meaning in life it's about making your life meaningful you know what I mean yeah. and that my thing was that if I sit with myself long enough I'll, I'll know what my attributes are and what my values are and what my wants are and then using them things how can I deliver them to the earth to, to this planet to make life a better place for other people like you know yeah and I think definitely I suppose what's encouraged me as I suppose I've just started up my own business in the last few months and like that like I know and I even know from fitness training and I know from any goals of the marathon or college or like who didn't get to a point in college where they're like oh my god like can I do this or this is so hard or and I found the difference between for me of like actually maybe going to hitting burnout and having to say drop out and restart it again to actually maybe can you take a break like if you're getting to a stage with something that like you're finding that like you're completely overwhelmed and even though it's one of your life goals but you're just finding it too hard and you've completely lost motivation like a couple of weeks ago I was kind of losing motivation a little bit and I found out I was actually just a little bit sick at the time it wasn't that I didn't love what I did. Like, it wasn't that I wasn't obsessively wanting to help people and that I had a massive passion for, like, well-being. It was the fact that, you know what, I pushed myself a bit too much and I'd gotten sick and I stepped back for a week. And then when I stepped back into it, I was absolutely buzzing again. So what I have noticed, and it, it's a completely personal journey, but for me, whenever I was doing any type of a course, like, I struggled with the coaching um, qualification, the life coaching qualification. And it's very exciting as Callum's just about to step into that. I'll be your first life coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I taught her everything she knows. Yeah. But every other qualification I did, I kind of just bounced with it. But for some reason, because this was the head stuff, with the body stuff, I was fine. And it was one of the teachers pulled me on. It was like, Lisa, you need your whole system. Mm. Like, there's no point in you just being super deficient about your body and how it moves and not having, not being able to work your brain. Yeah, it's, it's the spokes of life. It's all aspects. You know, you have your emotional health, your physical health, your mental health, your um, intellectual health and your spiritual health. And having all them spokes of the wheel catered for, you know what I mean? And, it's it's that thing, it's that thing with balance. Like, yeah, you I, I remember before, you know, I'd um you know, I'd have all this money but I feel really lonely inside, like, you know what I mean? Or mm. I could be kinda, you know, you know, really fit, but at the same time I had a bit of an eating disorder because I became so obsessed with my body, you know what I mean? And and I'd be, I'd be smashing all these kind of PBs and we're running, but my, my mental health wasn't great. Or, you know, whereas I find that now I want to find a balance, you know what I mean? And that's what life's all about. It's like a happy little medium. And you talked about there about doing something that you love, but burning out. And it's the same way that we're like ecosystems in a garden. That water is really good for a flower in moderation. But if you were to water a flower every day, nonstop, you know, it wouldn't be good for it. And it's the same with the garden that sometimes, you know, what day, 
days we need a bit of sunshine, what days we need a bit of water, what day, what tools to use on certain days, like do I need a spade today, I need a trail, I need a shovel, you know, every day we need a different tool, like even that, I went for a run this morning and I had, the, I, you know, you had that inner voices, we had the critic and we had like the the caring voice, you know, the good angel, bad angel. And, you know, I was getting up and I was going, oh, will I go for a run, won't I? And that caring voice was like, no, don't go for a run, just relax, you know, maybe go for one tomorrow instead, you'll be all right. And, you know, then, like, because I haven't been running in a few days, I got one run, and that inner critic started kicking in. I was like, get out and get running, you lazy lump, go on, <laughs> get it done, like. And I listened to that inner critic and I smashed the run. But when I was finished the run then, I went back to the carer that, that was like, acknowledge your achievement, well done for going for the run, you've done great. Because if I had kept listening to that inner critic after the run, straight away I'd be comparing myself, I didn't run fast enough, or I didn't run as fast as your man over there, or, you know, and I'd be critical. So, but it's about when to listen to the voices and use the right tools at the right time. Just sometimes we need that inner critic because that would stop us from like sit, staying in bed all day or not wanting to, to eat well or do well or you know it's good to have that bit of inner discipline or discomfort that if we're not listening to that kind of inner critic that pushes us um, it, we, we won't get a lot done like we won't p push to our full potential but if we always listen to that care of voice we won't get anything though because we're you know we're always like we're always staying in bed we're always being lazy we're, you know what I mean so my thing is that use the right tools at the right time you know what I mean yeah. find what works for you and like that you loved uh, you loved what you were doing but you found that you were doing it to the extremes that you were burning burning out so yeah do find what you love do find what stimulates you but kind of have a balance in life that everything's catered for like you yeah, know like I am lucky as in I suppose burnout would have been a thing for me a good few years ago and from I suppose learning about myself and studying it and journaling daily like in the evening especially like it's just made me a lot more grounded and a lot more um I know now before I get to that point and that's the reason I suppose I'm working within my biggest fear. My biggest fear is probably burning out. Um, and like what Colm said, I suppose in my 20s, my biggest fear is getting fat. Yeah. <laughs> and now I've just stepped away from yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> too much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be happy and fat than... Yeah. Uh, it's jolly. Yeah, it's jolly. called jolly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like working on the burnout thing. And since I'm balancing that and... I know we started off the podcast talking about manifestation and I've done a good bit of work with um, American coaches uh, this year. Um, I've signed up and paid for a good few coaching programs and what they're all about is, yeah, set your goals and write them down, but feel into the feeling of it that you've mm. already got it. Yeah. So say, for instance, if it's possibly like to get your podcast into a massive studio, like what would that feel like? Or to buy a house in Greystones, like what would that feel like? Or to be in your ideal relationship, especially in the morning when you first wake up, feel into that feeling of already having it. And just before you go to bed at night, like from the neuroscience point of view, it is crucial for the mind first thing in the morning and last thing at night. And if that's the only time of the day that you can do it, obviously we recommend whenever you think of it to kind of bring it back to that but they're the most crucial times and I always think of it if you think of people that were religious they'll always pray first thing in the morning last thing at night so from back in the day mm -hmm. 
that is a crucial time. Like, why is that the time of day that that most religions are seen to seek to pray? Like all different religions, it's usually first thing in the morning, or if they're fasting, it will start from first thing in the morning and it will go on to last thing at night. Like it's a crucial time in development from anything I've kind of researched. So I think just bringing that into your day of how great you're gonna feel to yeah. bring your goal in and feel it through your body. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? That's the Buddhists say that like every. every all we have is one day you know what I mean that now, like what, what did they say you only live once they say no you, you live you live every single day like you know what I mean like we were we were we all reborn every day and you know we're starting a new day with a good uh, like a good affirmation like and a good little mantra as you said to pray and like praying doesn't mean you have to go down to mass and get like you know and pray up to the priest like praying can be just your good affirmation for the day yeah. your good intention for the day and you know one of mine is that what how can i best serve someone today or how can i best serve myself today in terms of being kind to myself you know if we have an, a negative inner narrative that's going and we had to address and say right well have i got this you know how can i how can i add to the stream of life today you know what i mean um you know, and to say, look, if I do have a bit of anxiety, you know, anxiety is uncomfortable, but it won't kill me and it will pass, you know what I mean? And to be able to have that and then when I go to bed at night, say, right, did, did I make good history today? You know what I mean? Did I do, what are the good things I've done today? Do a little, do a little inventory, like, what are the good things I've done today? You know, I've, I've done that, I've done this, but like, the boy done this, what are the negative things done today? Well, I've done this, I had this, this interaction, I kind of reacted, I probably shouldn't have. Say, okay, we'll do better tomorrow. Like, don't beat myself up about it, but say, look, this is what I've done, and if, I, if I'm faced with this similar thing tomorrow, I'll do it again. I'll do it, do it again. again. Yeah, I'll do it. I probably will do it again. <laughs> we could do it again. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. <laughs> at least you've acknowledged it. Yeah, at least you've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, look, I'm a slow learner, not a quick together. Uh, but um, yeah, that's it. And it is. It's just about <laughs> me and Colin were discussing our sweet rampage last night. <laughs> yeah, go man. Oh, hit the hit the sweets in distress. Yeah, one day, day one, one day. Um, but that is it. And like starting the day with kind of positive thoughts and a positive affirmation to say, right how can I best add to life here you know what I mean and because yeah you just have to wake up with a full day ahead of you and you can kind of depending on how your day is going to start you know you can kind of have that in a racing mind you can have a head like your head is like oh my god about this thing what about that thing you know and we're kind of stressing out all the time whereas if we can say right can I make a list of stuff I need to address because I find that if I have a million things bouncing around in my head I don't address anything I don't address yeah. any of the stuff going on I'm just thinking about geez I need to pay this bill geez I need to pay this uh, I need to email my boss I need to go out for this run or you know I need to clean my house you know, I'm not actually taking any action I'm just internalizing it all and getting anxious about it but then when I actually start to write things down say right email the boss let's do that now you know what I mean let's uh, clean the house let's uh, send that email let's pay that bill because when I don't do this stuff it manifests in anxiety you know if I kept that mind race and all this stuff and procrastinating I'd go out throughout my day and it can manifest and, like I'm irritable I'm restless I'm discontent I've an anxious mind but I find that when I actually address the things that making me anxious it's an absolute game changer so I find that's a part of my ritual in the morning that when I get up like to be able to address these things like, what are some of the things like your ritual when you get up in the morning Um, well like that I actually do like that it's not actually a prayer Um, I was attending a good few Reiki sessions before and it really helped me and one of the ladies Anne gave me this kind of a thing to say mm. and actually every morning when I get up I try and say that and 
I just like like I kind of just ask for guidance during the day and then like that I'll usually exercise mm. and then I'll have breakfast and like I find grounding is really good like that like if like that if I have a load of things that I have to do I'll set my routine out for the day like you said and maybe like before I used to over schedule myself and then it would just completely overwhelm me. Where now I try and like just ask what the most important things is mm-hmm. and what can I leave till tomorrow and what can I do for today? And like, just like that constantly, like the thing actually, um, I've done a bit, bit of work with Marino um, Therapy Centre. They're brilliant and they have a daily uh, affirmation. And they said that a lot of times, like when I was younger, I kind of suffered a little bit with an eating disorder. And they said that we can tend to like, spend our day thinking that we're here this is the test run and I'm going to be happy like when I get this body or I'm going to be happy when I've achieved this goal and I suppose it's just reminding yourself just be happy today yeah. like this isn't a test run like I'm never going to be this age on this day at this particular time in this beautiful studio yeah. like ever again at this moment yeah. so like why can't today be the day that I'm here and I'm alive. I'm healthy. Like you even said on the way out in the car, like, look at like what age you are. I mean, you can enjoy your life. You know what I mean? Like you have the great body, you have the great tan. Like when is it that we're just like, okay, like, it's, a, it's a real tan, by the way, just, uh, <laughs> just for confirmation. We won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you about that all right. Yeah, it's a, it's a jealous lease. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, you're right, Lisa. Look, if I, if I was your age, I, I would also be getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not you, you're the cat. No, you're, you're, you're like nail, nail on the head that it is. We're, we're always impeding and sacrificing today on the ideology that tomorrow will be better. You know what I mean? That I'm not giving myself permission to live my full today because I have this idea that tomorrow will be much better. And yeah. what I mean by that is if I get that relationship, if I get that promotion, if I get that job, if I get that holiday, if I get that weight, if I get to that, if I can run that distance, you know, why are we always putting conditions on our happiness? Why you can, what, like, what is unconditional happiness? Yeah. The word unconditional is that there's no condition to your happiness. That you can be contentment. Ha- yeah. Can we be content and do the run? Can yeah. we, if happiness is something that you can't even, maybe some people are so far the other way, they're like, I can't be happy. Well, can you be content in what you, ha- you are at this yeah. moment? Like, and, and be that, because like, if you dig, you, get, you get the relationship, you get the run, you get the way, you get the money, you're still going to be looking over your shoulder being like, oh yeah, but if I had this thing, I'd enjoy it a lot more. Like, you know, I remember going, uh, I remember going camping there about a year or two ago and I had to catch myself because I went camping and it was absolutely amazing. And I remember seeing the sun, the sun setting and it was perfect. But it was in my head going, I'd be better if I had this though. I'd be better if we had brought this camera with me or if I had like, brought this little teapot thing. And you know, and I caught myself being like, why can't they just enjoy the moment rather than trying to enhance it? And I think that's an ego thing. You know, it's like, you know, Edgar Tall, New Earth, he talks about the ego always trying to enhance things and measure and compare. It doesn't understand just to be, be in the moment that we're always trying to enhance something. You know what yeah. I mean? And then... But in when, one sense, it, that is a, it is a little bit of a good thing to move forward. But then when can you be happy? Like, I, like mm. I wonder, is there a time that you can say, right, I'll be happy in this moment. But then, like what you said, if you're looking in the evening, 
what could you do better if you wanted to improve the experience yeah. next time? Is that what you mean? I mean just being more in the moment and in the present and re and living more, I suppose, in the here and now. Because I find that when I'm always living in, in retrospect or living in the future, I'm like, or I'm trying to enhance this like that. If I get this destination addiction that yeah. I'm always being a with just like a condition on this is good, yeah, but it could be better if you know what I mean. Rather than saying this, this is this is what exactly what it is. I'm in the here, I'm in the now, and uh, straight away if I'm putting a condition on my happiness, like you know what I mean. And if I'm like if only all these things are going exactly as I want them to be, then it could be happy, like you know what I mean. And then we stop doing that and just be happy for the way things are, rather than because the the only thing you can control in life is two things: is how we prepare for a situation and how we respond to that situation and we're like we don't yeah, you know, we <laughs> overreact can, we can't control like, say, say yeah. for the weather you know we can the weather forget look it's gone rain right I better wear a jacket and so I go out and it doesn't rain it's actually sunny so I'm, how am I going to respond to that I'll take my jacket off you know like yeah. that's a simple way of saying like, I can't I cannot control situations around me you know what I mean? And just to hand them over. And like when you find that you're just at the go with the flow and be the passenger on the bus rather than the driver of the bus, life's a lot less stressful when you can just be enjoy where your journey's going and, and observe and enjoy the views out the window rather than you're driving the seat worrying about everyone on the buses. I'm responsible for everything and everything. Like you're not, you're not, the, you're not the fucking the CEO of the universe, you know what I mean? It's okay if a situation doesn't go as you were hoping to go, but I always found long run, or if you look at things in retrospect, overall, you know that everything happens for a reason to benefit you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's the, I find it's the days that I'm tired, like I could have a full on week and a very eventful, exciting, really good week. Like I know we were chatting about this in the car, like I'd, my boot camp was really successful on Friday. Had a really busy week. Saturday afternoon came. It was my afternoon off. It was unplanned, unprepped, and my mind would be running away with me thinking, "Oh, like you know, like going into kind of a poor me. Like I've nothing to do, or I'm tired, or and but I know I needed to rest. So like for me, it's not the action that's hard. It's the knowing I need to chill and I need to rest. And it's catching my mind and instead of letting my mind take off on that poor me negative road, knowing that if I don't take rest and recovery, that's when I could burn out. It's it's sitting with it and saying like, no, that's not true, Lisa. Like you're just tired. Mm -hmm. Have a relax or maybe do things that you can do like play a board game or read a book so that you're not just sitting, mm -hmm. letting your mind wander off with you. Like what tips could you give people for recovery and like rest days and stuff like that? Well, I, I was told halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. It's an abbreviation, halt. That to, to listen to our bodies, you know what I mean? To stop long enough to real, to just analyse, to say, well, I'm, I'm just hungry here. Am I just, you know, am I a bit angry? You know what I mean? Am I a bit lonely? Am I a bit tired? You know, when we're hungry, that that means like, are we eating well? Are we eating right? You know what I mean? Are we eating loads of crap? You know, if you're driving your car and you're putting loads of crap in your car, like, and it breaks down the M50, like, that's probably why, because the crap you're putting in your car. The same people putting craps in our body and, you know, you're in a job and you're having a breakdown in a relationship, you can't stress now, you can't cope with. Sometimes it's just down to the crap that we're putting into our bodies. Are we eating enough? Are we drinking enough water? You know? And then we're angry. Embrace your being angry. Embrace yeah. your emotion. If you feel a certain way, feel it. You know, we're told as kids, well, you're not meant to feel like that. Why are you, why are you being angry for? Why are you trying to answer them? Don't do that. And then at the same time, 
What's, why are you acting like this? What's wrong with you? You know? And yeah, it's like, why are you depressed? Why are you down? Yeah. And then if you're angry, what the hell? You're angry. You <laughs> shouldn't cry. She's it's, crying. Yeah. You're like, it's natural. I know. So you don't know where, where can I, when can I actually express my feelings and my emotions? You know? So angry, like express. If you're angry, it's okay to feel angry. It's, yeah. a, it's a part of the human spectrum of, of having emotions, of being a human, that we're going to feel angry. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean we have to throw a brick through a window if we're angry, like, you know what I mean? But it's, it's just... You're just not your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get it on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, we're real fingerless now, so <laughs> get away. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's okay to feel angry. You know, it is like it, we don't have to act on it. We, like we think angry means hope smash. You know, it's not about that. Punch you know? pillow. Well, not punch <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, what but, I do. Yeah, no, exactly. Express it any way you want, but don't deny it. I think denying it and bottling up, and you know, don't. You know, don't like don't deny you have emotions and feelings. That it's okay not to feel okay. It's okay to feel low days. It's okay to feel them days where you feel drained. You know, and that's in retrospective days. That we're like, right, what can I do a bit differently here? You know, because the days I'm feeling high, I'm go 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 go. But then the days I'm feeling low. You know, I'm feeling like, right, how can I, you know, can I do more stuff in the house when I'm resting? You know, can I, how can I, kind of, the days I have energy, what can, how can I be a bit more effective with my energy? Like, you know what I mean? How can I be a bit more constructive? And, you know, everything happens for a reason. Same with the rain needs to come to, you know, feed the flowers in, in the garden and the sun, you need a bit of sun every now and again. It's the same with the energy. Some days we'll have loads of energy and feel top of the world and other days we won't, but it's about finding the benefit and all this sort of stuff because we, we feel everything for a reason. You know, pain is a great catalyst as well and we're going through really hard times. You know, when I look back at all my mad achievements I've done, like they, I, they all stem from a place because I was suffering. I went traveling the world originally because I went through a breakup. You know what I mean? I went yeah. through a six-year relationship. We broke up, and I didn't know what to do. And I just, I just jumped on a plane and ran away. But when looking back now, it was, it was such an adventure. Really benefited from it. Like, I was I mean? my most productive the year my partner died. Like when I look back, like I ran my first half marathon when I had my fastest time. I done a massive fundraiser for console. I moved house. I went on holidays. So it's like because I couldn't sit with it, mm. I could keep myself frantically busy. Yeah. So it's like a hundred percent and it's like it's them sometimes pain like when you pain to power. Yeah, you know that that is a pain yeah. to power. Like it is that like when I look back now at all the places where I was I was going through my most pain was probably my I done I done the most like it, 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 it was planting little seeds you know I what remember I mean? the day you were going to get that flight to New York and you weren't going to take it and I was like Colin you just didn't want you'd booked it you'd paid for it yeah and you were and like I wish now something like that could happen to me because. I would love to go on a solo holiday. And though I've travelled to Australia on my own, I was going to friends. Like, a little part of me is terrified. But I remember you were nervous and you did it. And I, th I think since then it was, like, the best experience, really. Yeah, it's, it was amazing. <laughs> but exactly. And it's like, how can we... Because but it came from a place of pain. That pain yeah. was that motivating. Pain podcast. didn't want to waste the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather die. Yeah, I was too tired. I was yeah. too tired. I wasted my money. <laughs> pay, pay for that pay, flight. Pay. <laughs> no, she paid for the flight. Oh, yeah. But I was going to waste the money. <laughs> Extra reason to go. Free <laughs> 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 flight. <laughs> uh, thank God for the exes. Um, but now, like even, even this podcast, like oh, the reason I wrote it goes is for this podcast because I, I rang it because I only got back from traveling uh, Asia and uh, 
back in, I think it was back in March last year, and I just, I got back, and I was just whacking the food really hard, you know, because there was a pandemic, you know, we didn't know what was going on, the stress, <laughs> and then, so I was just, let's eat some cake. Yeah. <laughs> what else would you uh, yeah. do? And then, I was on the Picard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was on the Carberries, yeah. but, uh, and then after a week of that, I felt really low, and I just said, I need, and I found real hard to open up to my friends, because, I just, I just, I don't know if it was the pride thing or I don't know what it was. It just found really hard and I just knew from, like, from recovery and being on a 12-step program to be able to talk and, you know, like that, the universe. I remember hearing an ad on the radio about aware and I was like, yeah, feck, I'll, I'll ring them. And uh, I rang them and I got talking to a really, really killed the guy on the phone and, you know, and I, I couldn't even, I found real hard to express what he was saying, but he was able to, articulate how I was feeling and he hit the nail on the head and it just made me feel so comfortable and made me feel like I belonged and I felt this sense of comfort that I'm not I'm not a sick disgusting person because I feel anxiety I don't have this disease because I feel really low on myself that he made he made me feel really normal he made me feel like a human and I was like wow and you know he got how do you describe anxiety because I know so many people within my job say that they're anxious, they're anxious. Like, I couldn't tell you the amount of different girls at different stages say it. But I, it's always in my head. But, like, what do people mean by that? Like, what, what, just, I know obviously different people mean different things. Mm. But from you, like, what would you explain anxiety as? I don't know. Like, like a feeling is red in you. Okay. Like, like, you feel like there's this guy just following you around, telling you something really, really so bad is going to happen. So it'd be kind of sentences of stuff, oh. fearful thoughts. Yeah, it'd be like in my gut, like it'd be okay. in my, like in my gut. It's like my head trying to tell me something really, really bad's going to happen, but never tell me what it was. It's like you, you hear the fire alarm going off and you ru- rush into the like kitchen. Like that bully. Yeah, <laughs> you're not a bully. Yeah, you yeah. rush into the kitchen and it's just someone making a sandwich. Like there's no, there's no fire, but it's like you just have this really faulty fire alarm, and learning to live in harmony with it rather than trying to let it run the show like, like you kind know of I mean? question it instead of push it back yes yeah, like so it, it happened to me it? yesterday yeah. uh, it's very funny my son is um doing driving lessons and like that i think it was because i'd eaten late the night before but he went off uh, doing the driving lesson and i just got it in my head the driving instructor like could murder him yeah but i had to remind i you know what helps me luckily i have faith so like I was able to say to myself, right, I ate something the night before late I shouldn't have and I know that affects my system and I was able to just say like a little prayer like that. He's going to be safe and well and I had to trust like he's 19, he's well able to def- defend himself if anything did happen yeah. and that just made me feel better but I arrived home and he was there and alive. It's not <laughs> And giving me cheek. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, <laughs> but it's mad the stuff you think. Like I went into Little the other day because the men have these paddle boards and I went into because I wanted to buy a paddle board and they didn't have them and like, do you ever go into Little like it's like it's really hard to get out of like you know what I mean? Oh really? Yeah, no because you have to go <laughs> buy the tail like so okay. I, I, I go in and then they didn't have the paddle board and the queues are mad so I didn't want to like I was going to buy like just a bottle of water and a package of jungles I was like oh the queue's mental I'll just walk out so I kind of awkwardly slipped through the kind of queue that was there and I just gave you one kind of nod at the tail and she kind of gave me this really dirty look and so I walked maybe shoplifting Exactly <laughs> and I left and going 
oh, she's going to think about the robbing something. And I walked, and then my whole head was just, be, oh, they probably think you're the robbing something, Colin, because you look, oh, my God. And I had to go back into the shop, buy something, because my head was wrecked. And then and then when we were going to the theatre, I was like, I started explaining to her, oh, sorry, I, the reason I came in was because I was just checking the paddleboard as I was walking through. She says, what? She said, what do you mean? And I, I was just here, like, I walked past, I, I saw it, I never, I never noticed it. She could have a rude text of her boyfriend. Yeah, she never even noticed, yeah. she never even noticed, it was just my mad head, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, the mad thing is, is that our thoughts, we don't ask for our thoughts to go there. It's not like we can went out there, the incorporation of thoughts, fucking in, in company and say, will you please send me these thoughts in these days to do with this stuff, to put me down or to think the worst case scenario of the situation. We didn't fill out the application form and ask them to come in. So why are we judging ourselves for the t- type of thoughts that we have? Yeah, you know it's what a I mean? normal process of the brain. Yeah, it it's is. It's good and bad. Yeah, it's pr- like yin and yang. The, the brain is a problem solver, problem finder. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's there to... what. What potential hazards may I face today? You know, stop what I mean? us putting our hand in the fire. Yeah, but then we have to realize no, we don't actually need that. You don't That's need not it today. Useful. Yeah, yeah. We can pass that on. Yeah, but and then people can have like a real. Oh, you you were like that. Oh, geez, will will Jamie be murdered by the driving instructor? <laughs> and then I come home and I'd be like, Jesus, what have you done? Yeah, well, wouldn't you? I wish he just murdered him. Yeah. No. but you know, it's like yeah, relief, relief. Oh no! But only because I've uh, done the inner work, I was able to question it yeah. you know what I mean and like I was able to say right is this true instead yeah, yeah. of I'm crazy I was like is this true and I was say no well last night actually like like said I had like sugar late and it probably affected my sleep I didn't get a full sleep that I should have and I know when that happens my anxiety comes up a little bit mm. and then I was able to luckily to God now I do have faith and I was able to kind of say oh look like, please, even ask my dad or something, someone you mm. connected with in heaven, maybe, please, like, keep him safe and well. And I just relaxed into it, like, you know what I mean? And I kind of thought to myself, well, when has this happened in the past and everything has been fine? Yeah. And I've thought of other times I've had crazy Experience, thoughts yeah. and everything's been fine. And yeah. then it just let it flow. Yeah, that, that's it's like your feelings aren't facts, you know yeah. what I mean? Just because, I remember Mark Twain has this great quote, he says, it's not what you don't know. That'll harm you. Sorry, it's not what you don't know that'll harm you. It's what you know for sure that just isn't so. And what he means by that, it's it's not what we don't know. It's all the mad assumptions that we convince ourselves as gospel truth. You know what I mean? I, I know by the way she's changing TV channels, she's having an affair. I know by the way my boss is, is sitting like that, he's going to fire me today. You know, and it's like, we can always think worst case scenario, but it's like, what evidence have you got to back it up? You and it's scary mean? as well, the fact that there is a lot of people pushing out there. Well, if you think about it, it's going to happen. Now, I know we're talking about manifesting, but I think just don't have yourself full of fear. Like, I mean, if you do have a thought like that, just question it. Mm. You know what I mean? And like that, like, especially if you've gone on a big kind of bender at the weekend, you're probably going to have mm. thoughts like that for a few days. Exactly. Or like, I mean, it's you have to just be aware. It's a normal part of if you're not managing your system well. Yeah. It's like if you, you're going to get, get checking your post box and you have all the junk mail there, you have one there for pizza takeaway, one there for garden furniture. And like, I don't want the pizza takeaway, but I'll use the garden furniture fucking advertisement. And it's the same with our thoughts. Sometimes you get thoughts that may yeah. be useful, may be beneficial. 
But on some days we don't, and we we won't. And then so saying, right, well, this is this useful? Is it not? And become the observer of your thoughts. Yeah. If they flow in and flow out, and that's that's your higher that's your higher self, the person that observes. Like what you think about right now, and you go, oh, I was just, just thinking about what I'm gonna have fucking the binge on the field tonight. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, but yeah, who, think about that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, nice. who's the one observing that thought? And that's your higher self. That your thoughts are not you. Your thoughts are flowing in and flowing out. You know what I mean? It's not the situations going on in our lives that's causing us anxiety it's our thoughts and how we process the situation like you know you know what's really helped me um the last couple of weeks is that reminding yourself that there's no one else in this world that is you yeah like they haven't made extra used in china mm. like there isn't three knockoff versions you made in China there is only one person that, that jumper definitely is from China <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> this is a knockoff yeah, version yeah. <laughs> but I am not yeah. <laughs> I am not from China yeah. <laughs> not, I like Chinese people my emotions are made in China <laughs> but remind, like when you're walking down the road and you're questioning yourself and are you good enough and if that anxiety is in your mind like step back and say to yourself you know what there is only one of me and stand up a bit taller because you are the only person out there with your exact formula and your exact chemicals and if that is not something to make you feel good and to kind of drive into your mind of your own personal power and if that can't bring you from place of pain to power what else will like how special yeah, is that it is exactly special and people don't realise how special they are yeah. the chances that they're here you know what I mean? If you look at, I think, like, if you were to throw, if you were on the on the moon and you were to throw two euro at the earth and it was to make it past all the comets and get in the in the right atmosphere and then fall down onto the earth and there was a turtle that just had to be coming up at that moment for a bit of air and that two euro landed on the top of his his shell and then he went back down again and you know it was like a million trillion gazillion to one chance that you're here. That's yeah. how special you are. Wow. That's how unique you are. And like uh, Oscar Wilde is that quote, you know, stop trying to be everyone else. Everyone else is already taken. You know, when people, when people stop comparing themselves to their neighbour and start realising how special and unique that they are and celebrate that uniqueness and don't just get bogged down on yeah but I don't look like you, that girl on Instagram or that lad on Instagram you know like Instagram you go onto Instagram and it's just sending you mess like sometimes you can go onto Instagram and it's just you're looking at pictures and images that are just uh, narrating to you that you're not good enough or you're not worthy as you are you know what I mean and then people get so bogged down on the phys just one aspect of life which is a physical aspect if your sense of worth is coming from how you look you know, that's, that's not sustainable because we're constantly, if we're going to, oh, I'm, I'm a good person because of how we look today, that's not, that's, that's again, that's putting a condition on happiness. Imagine you do, you look amazing. But then what happens when we start to age? What happens then when we, you know, maybe you can't afford the clothes or products or whatever? Like, beauty isn't skin. Beauty is a whole aspect. Beauty is your, 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 your intellectual health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, you know, your, um, you know, and your physical health, an aspect of everything, you know what I mean? So don't get too bogged down with just appearances and looks and things like that you know what I mean and realise how special you are to this earth and everyone has something amazing to contribute 
You know what I mean? And if one, it, like people go, oh, I want to love the world. But what about starting with loving yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where love starts. Yeah, my friend turned in the other day and she's like, <clears throat> oh, like talking about fancying some person. And she said, well, no one else seems to fancy the people that I like. And she thought that as a negative thing. And I turned around and said, well, isn't that good? You've no competition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like taking your own hand when you're going through them bad patches. This really helped me. Like taking your own hand and just reminding yourself that you've got that that like I was I broke my elbow last March and Colin was actually the first person that I rang and I remember him saying to me well what is the universe teaching you about this yeah. and I was like this is not the time yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so. I just grabbed my own hand and I sat down in the ground and just reminding myself you know what I've got this. I might have looked like an absolute gobshite there as I flew over the handlebars, but I know I've got this. I can I can do this. And like, look how many other people you support within your job, within friends' roles, within family roles. If you can support all them other people, of course you can support yourself. That's it. And the mad thing is people don't realise how well they're coping with stuff. Yeah. Like if you look back in retrospect, all the hard times you've ever been in, all that time when we felt so close to the edge and like, oh, I can't, I'm so bad at coping but then you realise shit look at all that stuff we came through yeah. you know if you came through darkness in your life or struggle in your life and realised holy crap like look how well I've done I've come through and I have a smile on my face today and, and we can see a bit of positivity you know people don't like that's that's an absolute such like what an achievement yeah. people don't recognise that and give themselves some acknowledgement of how well that they're doing they're straight away they're just straight into the next thing or the next thing sometimes you need to stop and reflect and wow look how far we've come you know what I mean yeah, and um, I agree. Like, I remember that, like I said, my partner died and I threw myself into organising that um, big charity event. I remember finishing it, my friend saying, oh, you must be so proud of yourself after raising all that money and turning a positive into a negative. And though I had a massive buzz on the day, I was like, no, not really. Yeah. But that was my choice. I know now that, like exactly what you were only saying to me when you went for a run with your friends there a few weeks ago, like we, it's our choice to remind ourselves, well done. Mm. No one else is going to do it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm sure people will do it, but why not fill your own self up and fake it until you make it? Yeah, like yeah. Just pretend to give, encourage yourself, even if you don't feel like encouraging yourself. Praise yeah. yourself, even if you don't feel like praising yourself. Yeah, no, I was the exact same. I, was, I suffered from the disease of pleasing, you know, that I constantly needed to people please and need validation. Then I went for a run. What do you think of that? Like, oh yeah, well done. I'm wearing this blue t-shirt. Do you, do you like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do this course. Do you think I should? You know, everything I done, I needed external validation because I struggled to validate myself. Every photo I put on Instagram, every run that I done, every every everything, I was constantly looking for feedback constantly because I was so uncertain in myself. And then when you can become your own. Uh, admirer and your own cheerleader and your own validator you don't you know and to be able to have that belief in yourself you know and that's that's the absolute game changer because every no one like who who does kind of know like has all that shit together and says oh this is it no one does if you know who they are send them to me i'd love to study them if they know what balance is tomorrow rather than fucking unicorns like you know so don't like don't compare yourself to someone that you think has their shit together. Like not everyone has their shit together. What tips would you give people just to kind of simplify it? Like when you have done, like I mean, you've done so much this year within work wise and within I suppose helping people wise. How do you big yourself up? What would you tips like just a simple 
I someone say they accomplished their first 10k? Uh, I, I find journaling. I, I find okay. journaling's a great one. I say, I find writing stuff down and realising like how well you've done and when you journal that and then remembering when you first started the journey, you know what I mean? That when I first started this, I remember there was a time where, you know, where I was really overweight a couple of years ago, you know, I was waking up, cracking open cans eight o'clock in the morning, you know, riddled with fucking anxiety and the only thing that was getting me through today was getting drunk, you know what I mean? Whereas okay. now, I'm going, I'm going for a run and getting into the sea and, recognising how far it would have so gone you're looking like, back to go forward back. and also journaling write down your thoughts like you know what I mean because our heads aren't there to like I find that even we were talking about being more present you know when I found that when I went travelling and that the, the sec first time I went travelling had all these nice experiences you know and I wrote down a few little things and I remember one day I was feeling low and I'd look back on my accomplishments yeah, and that, that was great so yeah. then when I went backpack in Asia I wrote down all my experiences what I'd done today who I'd met you know the people I met in the hostel and we write down their names and things we've done and then when I'm feeling low we go back and look at that stuff and yeah. and I recognise maybe in retrospect at the time like you said you did a 5k and you just made achievement and your body it doesn't sink in straight away and then we take a day or two and then you look back you're like wow I'm so proud of myself like you know what I mean yeah. so I'm looking through your phone you know if you're having a day like I was last Saturday thinking I need I need to achieve more. I've kind of done nothing. I'm wrecked. Mm. Like I've like looking back on your photos. Yeah, yeah. Even just taking your phone out and be like, I do have a life. Yeah, I have do. friends. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's it I like? had a six pack back then. <laughs> yeah. what, what's it like having friends? Uh, yeah. Uh, really, really enjoyed it, and I'm so happy that I got to do the first podcast in a professional studio with you. Oh. And uh, yeah, we're going places. We're going Woo! places. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna knock it uh, o- Oprah and Joe Rogan <laughs> off the stage. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a more uh, better. <laughs> you don't think, Lisa. Every time you think, good stuff doesn't happen. <laughs> let it flow. Let yeah, it flow. let it flow. Right, Lisa. Thanks, Mel, for coming on, having the chat. And uh, yeah, you leave it at that. Yeah, buzzing. Enjoy buzzing. your day. You. If you've got anything at all or brought anything up or you have any questions at all, you can reach out to myself, Colin Doolan, on Instagram or check out Lisa, the Wellbeing Queen, uh, who runs the Wellbeing team. So if you want to check out Lisa, check out her Instagram too. Um, And thanks everyone for listening. Today's podcast was in association with Greg Ghost Studios. Fingless, they offer a hybrid solution for video photography and podcasts you can check them out at www.grecostudios.com <laughs>